Hello, and welcome to the Cosmic Soup Bowl, a podcast about astrology, culture, and motherhood. This is your host, Ashley Otero, and this is the introductory episode to the show. So let me introduce myself a little further and tell you what I'm about. I'm a professional astrologer and writer devoted to my craft, where I practice the art of birth chart delineation, consultations, forecasting, and disseminating astrological guidance through my blog and written horoscopes. I'm currently based in the East Hartford area of Connecticut, where I've been living for the last nine months, though that might be changing very soon as my partner and I are setting up plans to move back home to South Florida. So although my first encounter with astrology was around the age of eight, thanks to my mother's love of practice and magic, uh, practice of magic through my teenage years, my deeper fascination with and study of astrology began in 2010 when a professor of mine was sharing how intrigued he was by this experience of his birth chart. Uh, At the time, I had no idea there was anything more to astrology beyond the sun sign, which is the sign that sun was in when you were born. Um, So if you're wondering who this cool professor was or why he was talking about astrology in class, you should know that this wasn't your typical academic institution. Uh, This was my first class of a three-year intensive program in acupuncture and oriental medicine. So discussions on spiritual and esoteric topics weren't exactly taboo because we were already studying a very fringe form of medicine, which is holistic and mindful of the mind-body-spirit connection. Uh, Thanks to him, I learned that we are walking microcosms of the moment we took our first breath. Aside from the sun sign, which is probably the sign you look for when you secretly read your horoscope, the placement of the planets uh, during the time you came Earth side reflects the course of an individual's life. And this is when I first fell in love with astrology. One of my friends uh, recently asked me what was the first prediction or chart analysis technique that really made me go aha about using astrology as a tool for forecasting or self-reflection. And I can't really recall what the first prediction was except that reading delineations about my moon sign, rising sign, and the ruler, which is Venus and Pisces, felt so accurate that I was just in awe that this information about who I felt I was could be explained in such a detailed way, all based on my birth date and time. Although my practice is mostly from a traditional standpoint these days, I think one of the first techniques that made me say aha about forecasting was the solar return chart. Knowing that there's a new chart each time the sun comes back to the place it was when you were born, which is your birth date, and that it can show you what the next year has in store was like, whoa. Uh, Though I was pretty intrigued by the notion of transits acting like daily weather as well. I mean, astrology is just so vast, but these simple and basic techniques can be so mind-blowing when you first come to practice. When I wasn't studying uh, the OM program, which is Oriental Medicine, uh, when I wasn't studying for that, I was consuming whatever information I could find on astrology and diving into the birth charts of classmates, friends, and family members. Uh, By 2013, several of my cohorts and professors knew how attracted I was to astrology. 
uh, how uh, how much I just love the study of it and I had sat with a number of them going over their charts explaining their basic cosmic constitution from a very modern astrological standpoint which largely focuses on personality traits and though kind of obsessed I, it wasn't really my intention to practice as a professional but a classmate's friendly encouragement really took root and in February 2013 I began blogging about astrology and made myself available to start taking clients. Since then I've had plenty a slice of humble pie, changed several things about the way that I practice, spent years taking courses and studying with other professionals, and have had my horoscopes internationally published for magazines and sites including Teen Vogue, Sanctuary World, and Elle Magazine of Australia. As for my background in oriental medicine, I went on to get licensed and practice intermittently in various locations as well as doing house calls up until about 2016 when I decided to focus my energy on a number of various opportunities being offered to me in astrology and the arts. While I may venture back into acupuncture or into an acupuncture practice down the road, I've chosen to direct my time and effort towards my part-time astrology practice and a full-time parenting gig. Yay! <laughs> Since last September, I've been living the mom life, which has increased the amount of joy and love in my life exponentially. The last year has been the best and the hardest year of my life to date, but the fulfillment that comes from being a mother is like none other I've experienced before. I suppose... I should mention that the best gift of my life was unplanned, and as far as plans go, babies were not in my agenda, at least not for the foreseeable future. Interestingly enough, I conceived my son during an astrological phase or year that was centered around the topic of children and creativity. I wasn't unaware of this, okay? In fact, I spent a good amount of that year thinking about the topic because of that, and how terrifying being a parent sounded to me. I love sleep, for one, uh, but there was a lot of other stuff that came with that fear that I thought I wasn't ready for. And now, honestly, I don't think you can ever really be ready. So just when I thought I had made it through the year without catching baby fever or putting my maiden identity to rest, I got news that I was expecting. Uh, though this was the first year as a new mom, um, and, and though it has been insanely sleep depriving, it has also inspired me to choose to respond differently to some things, to change some of my own behavioral patterns, which was huge for someone with high trait anxiety, and to be more flexible with my expectations. Uh, matriescence, which is a term coined for the transition into motherhood, has connected me to my own womanhood and to other mothers in a way that I hadn't anticipated and a, a way that I've never felt before. It's really deepened my respect and awe for the female body and spirit, which undergoes an incredible amount of pressure and stress to create, to carry, birth, and continue sustaining life. Now, as the one-year mark approaches 
to the birth of my son and becoming a mother, I'm finally ready to begin reconnecting and engaging with the world in more creative ways again. It feels worth mentioning that back in 2015, I started a podcast called the Astrologic Yogi Podcast during a Mercury retrograde period. Uh, I knew it was Mercury retrograde, uh, but patience is not one of my virtues. Um, and long story short, the, the podcast never really went beyond two episodes. Uh, though I wanted to do more with it, I just never did. Uh, as someone who has a highly mutable astrological constitution, I usually have a lot going on and I tend to multitask and it turns out that the podcast, or let's say it's stunted development, was the casualty of that. At the time, I was teaching vinyasa yoga, I was consulting occasional clients, and I was treating clients with oriental medicine, acupuncture and oriental medicine. I did end up resigning from the role of yoga instructor. I will, however, always be a student, as I came to terms with the idea that I needed to focus my energy uh, in or on more, no more than two occupations. And I will say I still cycle through this from time to time. It's a work in progress. That same year, I rebranded my astrology site to Temple Healing Arts, which is still the name of my consulting business, which was my virtual operating space for a couple of years until it was uh, hijacked, it was hacked, just after I gave birth. Uh, so back in October is when my site got hacked. And obviously, website headaches were the last priority on my list. Getting the hang of breastfeeding, which I might share more about another time. Uh, moving across country with a newborn and keeping my wits through a freezing winter with no friends or family around really put me in survival mode for many months. And by the time I was ready to get back to writing and sharing my website, uh, Everything had already been taken down. My hosting company took it down for the cesspool of viruses that it was. Um, but the whole ordeal has led me to launching a new and more complete virtual space that gives me room to express not just my professional endeavors as an astrologer, but to share and connect with others who are drawn to exploring various cultures, as well as to document this wild, beautiful, and fulfilling journey called parenthood. Since taking on several horoscope writing gigs, I've sort of sacrificed other creative projects and writing that keep me um, or keep my creative juices flowing and give me an appropriate outlet for some of my energy. So establishing the Cosmic Soup Bowl blog and podcast is my form of a remediation to that. As an ambitious introvert, writing and connecting through meaningful discussion has a way of keeping me tethered and grounded to the world and my surroundings. Did I mention I'm an Aquarius sun with a Pisces moon that rules my midheaven? As a lover of words, culture, and the non-conventional, I tend to be a bit of a hermit who craves and seeks mind-expanding experiences. No, that is not code for drugs, though I'm not judging you if, you, if that's your thing. Um, and I tend to dance on the fringe of what society deems acceptable. And I like learning about all the treasures that you don't really hear about every day. So that's gonna be a big part of this space. 
So the Cosmic Soup Bowl is this eclectic blog and podcast where I'm going to discuss, rant, and ramble about, and probably sometimes with guests, if I can manage to get other people on the show, uh, topics such as um, astrology, of course, astrological concepts, the cosmic weather. I will be discussing culture, including topics like magic, the intersections between science, spirituality, and religion, wellness and health, especially from the perspective of oriental medicine, me, uh, meditation, sacred rituals, tea ceremony, and other sociological topics. And I will also, of course, be discussing motherhood. And I look forward to sharing more about my personal stories and journey of becoming a mother and hope to connect with all of you amazing women out there who have inspiring wisdom to share, whether it's about breastfeeding, finding levity during postpartum blues and depression, creating circles of support, what that looks like, or advice on how to communicate with and creating lasting bonds with your child. Uh, So like a comforting and nourishing pot of your favorite soup, the the Cosmic Soup Bowl is my latest labor of love that I hope will be an evergreen source of food for thought. Thank you for joining me in this introductory episode, and I can't wait to share more with you. Until next time!